Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. This is the podcast to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. So you're taking a national ACT test. You've sat there for three hours. You've finished English, math, reading, science, and now you think you're done and you're going to get to go home. And then your administrator says, now we will begin the fifth experimental section of the ACT. It is important you give your best effort. This section will not count towards your scores. However, it is crucial that you try your best on these questions. This will be a 20 or 30 minute test. You may begin. And you're inside going, what in the world is happening? And why is there a fifth section of bubbles on my answer sheet? What is going on? And you don't know. And you're thinking, my gosh, I've sat here forever. I just want to go home. And now I have to take another test? Well, today's episode is going to be dedicated to debunking the myth of the fifth experimental section. And I'm excited for this one because I'm very passionate about this, and I cannot wait to tell you what it is and how you should handle it. It's been a busy week here on the farm. Uh, We were having a a good time this spring getting a lot of our orchard plants in, planted 100 uh, blackberry plants, gooseberries, been fighting deer like crazy. My gosh, I'm going to have to put up a I think an eight foot deer fence around the, about a, I don't know, couple acres of the land. It's just absurd. It's so expensive. I, oh my gosh, the deer. Anyway, celebrated my oldest daughter, Casey's 20th birthday uh, this week. That was uh, awesome. I've been working with her on interviewing. Um, She's been interviewing for leadership scholarships and pretty excited. She won a great one at uh, UCO, University of Central Oklahoma, and so uh, I was able to prep her for that interview, and if you are going to have any kind of interviews, definitely listen to episodes 15 and 16. You can just go to podcast.chadcargill.com forward slash 15 or 16 for the direct link or on any of the podcast apps. You will find that. Definitely listen to those before you go to any interviews. Uh, really have wound up the workshop season. I got a virtual class this afternoon, but other than that, uh, workshops are about done. I've got a few left in the summer. All of those are on calendar.chadcargo.com and then full slate of workshops coming this fall. And the summer AAU track season is about to begin. Always excited to do that with my kids. My daughter, Clarity, I've shared before, so she's a, a fifth grader this year, an elite level jumper. And so uh, pretty excited for her to Uh, go do uh, some of her uh, long jumping and sprinting and see how well she does this year. But anyway, so a lot going on here. Now let's get to this fifth experimental section. I was reviewing the December national ACT test that was released. And when I was looking at it, I noticed that on the bubble sheet, test five is there. And so one of the students, I was uh, reviewing hers uh, and I noticed that, you know, she had uh, answered these questions. So it appears that she tried on this and I am definitely going to have a little talk uh, with her about that and give her my thoughts. 
But you probably do the same. If you've taken the ACT, you know that many times, uh, it seems like almost every time now, they are giving that fifth experimental section. So what is it? Well, I don't know the exact numbers. I've tried to look this up online. I find it interesting that I don't see it um, uh, just in a, in a quick search. I don't see a lot of details about it from ACT. Um, I do see uh, prep companies that have posted blogs or articles uh, about it. And so I, I don't know the exact number of questions it's going to be. I don't know the exact time. I don't know if that varies now. Um, but typically I would say based on what I've been told, 20 to 30 minute test, it can be over different sections. It could be, yours could be a science test. It could be English. Um, so that is a little bit up in the air on which section you might get. It's interesting also that in the booklet that ACT provides that tells you about the test, the preparing for the ACT assessment uh, where you can download it. It's a free download on ACT site, or you can get it in the counseling office, a little purple booklet this year. When you look at the front page of the test, it gives you the instructions. It tells you about tests one through four, being English, math, reading, science. And then it says this line, for test five, follow the directions on the first page of that test. And so the administrators are going to say, uh, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, we're about to take the fifth experimental section, give your best effort. Um, it's important you take this seriously. Uh, you have 20 minutes, whatever, you may begin. And so when they start that, most students, almost every student in the country is going to sit there and make a decision to do one of two things. One is just guess on everything because you don't care and they said it's not going to count. Or you're going to try. And the majority of students are actually trying. So I think the key thing up front to say is that it does not count. It will not affect your score. It does not matter if you leave them all blank, if you randomly guess, if you fill in the same answer on everyone, none of that matters. It does not affect your score. So why do they give that section? Well, ACT's reason is they are testing future test questions. Now, I read an article that had some quotes from the director of marketing of ACT, or I don't remember his exact title, um, but this was um, from a few years back, and it was one of the prep companies that, that did an interview with him saying, all right, what is this and why are you doing it? And so he was explaining that it is ACT's way of doing studies on future test questions to see the fairness of those questions, uh, to try to get a measure of how difficult they are and just how important it is that students try because it affects the future tests. It affects what questions they put on the test and how they put them on there. So, all right, we've established why they do it. We've established what it is and why they do it. So how does that relate to you and should you really do it? I'm just going to tell you right up front that it blows my mind that every prep company that I, when I did my search, every prep company that popped up that had an article about it that I read, the prep companies put on there how important it was that you tried. 
how important it was that you give your best effort, how important it is that you stay for that section, how important it is that you take it seriously. You work yourself really hard to try to get those correct because you, it's important that you are helping ACT. So I'm blown away by this because I'm wondering, am I the only one out there that is in the ACT prep business that says this? But I'm about to tell you, do not try. This is ridiculous. You get up and you walk out. That's right. You walk out. You do not have to stay. It's in ACT's rule book. You are allowed to leave the ACT at any time. So when they start that section... I'm going to quietly gather up my stuff. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to walk to the front of that room. I'm going to hand her my test, my answer sheet. And I'm going to go, listen, I do want this graded. I need my test graded. Please, yes, grade my test. But I got to go. I'm not staying for this section. I'm leaving now. And you walk out. Now, that takes some guts. I know. It takes a lot of guts to do that. But you should walk out. All right. Now, let's talk about the consequences of that. The consequences are Nothing. There's no consequences. It, the section doesn't count. You're allowed to leave at any time. It makes no difference. So here's the problem. Some test administrators get really upset that I teach this. I used to teach this in every workshop I gave. And some of the test administrators would get really mad. And they would say, no, you, you can't do that. It's important you stay. So, and, and I would always just go, why? why? Why do we need to stay? Well, it's important you help ACT. Why do I need to help ACT? Do you know how much money they're charging for the ACT now? If you're paying it right now, you know. Millions of dollars are, are being consumed from people who are taking this ACT. And now I'm supposed to be free labor? Free labor for them to test future test questions? Listen, if they're that bad that they have to use me as free labor, test takers as free labor to test their future questions, they need to get another job. They can figure out their own questions. We're paying them millions of dollars to do this. So there is no way I am going to give them free labor to help them test future test questions. I've got things to do. I'm already paying them a fortune to take their test. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to stay. And some test administrators even demand that the students stay. I'm going to give you an example of this. When I was teaching this at every workshop, what happened is here around Oklahoma, where I do so many classes, I had a lot of students who were leaving. A bunch were getting up and walking out at the fifth section, which I love. That's what they should do. That's what I told my own kids to do. My two oldest, I'm like, hey, don't ever stay for that. Be respectful, but get your stuff, walk out. What happened was, is my daughter Casey goes to take an ACT and they get ready to start the fifth experimental section. And the test administrator says, if anyone gets up and comes to the front and says they're not taking it and they're going to walk out, the test administrator says she's going to avoid the test. Now, listen, if anyone decides to get up, he or she is allowed to get up he or she is allowed to leave. And no, the administrator does not have the right to void those tests if it was done respectfully. Because the ACT rulebook says you can leave at any time and you make the decision if your test is going to be graded or not. Now, I did not tell Casey to complain. 
I did not have her submit anything to ACT when that happened. When she told me that story, I said, well, what did you do? When the test minister said that, what'd you do? And she said, well, I stayed for the fifth section. And I said, did you try? And she said, no. And I said, well, you did exactly the right thing because I told Casey, the test administrator is the authority. You're not, and we respect authority. And so if she said that, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit there, but I will not try. Now, really, it would have been appropriate for Casey to have said to the administrator, hey, the rule book says I'm allowed to leave. I want to leave. And it would have been fair for her to file a complaint with ACT. But I didn't want her to do that. And she went back and took another ACT at that school and got the same lady. And she did the same thing again. So Casey again stayed, but didn't try on that section. Uh, I would definitely not stay. I would I, I would leave. Now, if the administrator said that, I would be respectful of the administrator and I would stay as well, but I would probably talk to the administrator after the test and I would say, listen, that, that can't happen again because that's not the rules. Um, and if you ever do stay and you just want to mess with ACT, then I would randomly put answers and that way it messes up their numbers. I just think that would be funny. Uh, I know that's probably sick a little bit, but that's the way I feel. Now, I have had a student who got up during the fifth experimental section, went to the front, gave the administrator her test and said, I want this graded, but I'm not going to stay for the experimental section. I'm leaving. And then she never got her scores. And ACT, when they contacted ACT, the mom told me that ACT said, no, the administrator labeled that test as she wanted it voided. She did not want it graded, which is an option of the test taker. So that is a little bit of a risk in that the administrator, if the administrator says, yep, she said she didn't want it graded and she says void, then they don't grade it. I certainly wouldn't want that to happen to you. So that is the big risk in walking out. It's important that the administrator knows up front that you want it graded. So you've got to say that very clearly and be respectful about it. Look, uh, I'm, I'm not going to take this section. I want this graded. Do not void this test. I want it graded, but I'm going to exercise my option to leave at any time. So make that very clear if you do walk out. Now, here's what's really great. I was at one school, and they had a bunch of students who were walking out because they had come to my class. And so finally, the administrator decided that she was going to announce to the room before the section not only does this not count towards your score, you are allowed to leave. You do not even have to stay and take it if you choose not to. And I will still make sure your test is great because I'm going to put them all in the same stack. And so she said, if everyone leaves, we're done. And she told me the entire room got up and walked out. They, the entire room said, yeah, we're not taking it. So they collected the test. The entire room left. No one took the fifth section. They all went home. That is awesome. So that's what I would do. I would just not take it. And I would make sure I'm very clear about that with the administrator. If you're taking the test at your high school and you know who the administrator is going to be, talk to your counselor beforehand, talk to the administrator beforehand, go, hey, I listened to Chad Cargill's podcast. He says we don't have to take this section. That sounds crazy to me. Um, is that true? Like it's optional? I don't have to take it? And does your rule book say I'm allowed to walk out at any time? Because if I am, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. I plan on doing that. You okay with that? And then you already have it cleared. 
I just think it is absolutely absurd that ACT is doing this now. There's no reason for you to stay. And that's why I say you should walk out. There, there's no reason for this. Walk out and be respectful. That is going to be important. I mean, I always teach my kids that, respect authority, and Casey was an example of that. Um, but I, I would walk out. There's no reason to take the fifth section. And it blows my mind that these stinking other companies out there are trying to tell you how important it is you stay and you try. No, it's not. You have better things to do. You need to go home. You've already given three hours of your life to the stupid ACT. It's time for you to go home. All right? And uh, I would not take that section. Well, I know that's a little bit controversial, and uh, I don't doubt that some are not going to like that I taught that, and that's okay. Uh, but uh, it is how I feel, and I'm obviously pretty passionate about that, that you should not stay. I know I've mentioned that in a previous episode, but I've never dedicated an entire episode to it, so I wanted to do that today. That'll do it for this week, and I hope you will work hard here at the end of your semester. And if you're a senior, man, don't, don't check it in just yet. Go ahead and press on and finish. Make sure you are checking with all those colleges that you are considering, making sure you know your enrollment dates. I was working with Casey on that this week as well, and uh, we were up at 5 a.m. trying to get that priority enrollment for next semester. And so make sure you're getting your uh, introduction days or whatever they call it at your college for your enrollment. Make sure you're getting online and getting those degree sheets. You definitely want to know what classes are required and what classes apply to your degree sheets. If you're a transfer student, if you plan on going to junior college first years, make sure you get those as well. Get that figured out and do not depend on the advisors to figure all this out for you. It is crucial that you do your own research and then you ask questions of the advisors. That's important. I need to do a whole episode over that uh, coming up. Uh, and maybe I'll do that here in the next couple of weeks. So I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, I will look forward to talking to you again next week. You guys take care. Talk to you soon.